Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just three cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk. <laughs> I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh, so cool, Steve. Very cool. Well, Cool Boy Nation, this episode we will be discussing third in production order in our episode tonight. Nothing to fear. Directed by Boyd Kirkland and written by Henry T. Gilroy and Sean Catherine Derrick. I don't know if that's a man or a woman. Uh, it aired September 15th, 1992 and features the first introduction of the Scarecrow. Ooh, I love this version of the Scarecrow. Wikipedia says Batman encounters the Scarecrow and attempts to foil his scheme to burn down Gotham University. But in the process is exposed to the Scarecrow's fear gas and is forced to face his own guilt over the death of his parents. You, you know, on that note, though, I, I thought that that was you know, this is like a classic theme that just runs throughout Batman is his fear that he's not living up to his parents expectations. So I thought that man, was, absolutely. Uh, Couldn't we all relate to that in 1992? <laughs> I, it, was, I definitely it was tough. Can. It was tough. Yeah. But uh, being 10 and. You know, already the the black sheep, the uh, of your family. <laughs> <laughs> I was an only I'm, child, like Batman. Oh, uh, okay. The, so, uh, so I could relate to him that way. Yeah, I did think that it was interesting that they just uh, bring up that common thread that just happens a lot, you know, throughout the series. Is is Batman living up to the Wayne name? Is 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 it, is Bruce living up to the Wayne name? And, how does he portray himself and all that? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Um, that's definitely the underlying theme for this episode. <laughs> and um, it, it, I mean, but I, I for me, um, I, I just I just love how at the very beginning, there's a Tiny Toons Adventure comic book it's being so read funny. by the security yeah, guard. It's total. Th- it's, yeah, I, was, I, oh. I like that, too. Very meta. The whole, you know, like once again, the show just has fun. Uh, I you know I had a note here about Tommy guns. It seems like they really were obsessed with Tommy guns. Well, then it was the 1920s, kind of. Not really. But no, not clear because they have TVs. Yeah, it's it was, the future it was, it was and it's the yeah. 1920s. Computers. Of, uh, yeah, it was this yeah, weird mixture. For sure. Total amalgam. But yeah. uh, I liked how Doctor Log was just a complete dick to Bruce Wayne about <laughs> ruining the Wayne name, just like for no reason. Dude, just, the guy was a dick, man. He was fucking like thing, giving like, Summer the worst interview ever. <laughs> There's Summer again. You know, I, I, she's just there to help push along the story. I feel like they, they use her a bunch of times. And to look foxy in the boxy. Um, I also like how it's established very early on in this episode, right when Scarecrow shows up. Uh, this is this is this is a heist. No, this is not a heist. This is a revenge plot. And well, this is fucking Scarecrow. Just I'm gonna burn it all down. Like the, and he has like. Yeah. The goons that are uh, this is classic dumb goons that, that well these uh, are hired goons okay like Joker gets hired goons and then kind of like k- kills them but these are real hired goons hired goons hired goons who is it goons who hired goons 
Hired goons. Hired goons. They, they, I know you're doing Felk Simpsons. Yes. yes. They look. They, they look very much like yeah, 1920s, 1930s gangsters. Oh yeah, double-breasted jackets and shit for sure. And they're fucking like they're like fedoras. Everyone rolling in a fedora. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And Tommy guns. And they all have 1920s cars. And they have amazing helicopters that look like they were designed in the 20s, but cannot be obviously for obvious reasons that helicopters you know didn't look anything like that then well in no point in american history has blimps been what dominated the skies of any major city no but this is a world where i imagine Hind- the hindenburg didn't happen that, that that's not this that's is like an alternate reality where that event never occurred there, and there's so, everyone so many blimps like, crashing into buildings but i mean in the show the like, hindenburg I did happen and immediately after that they figured out oh shit we can't we can't use uh whatever the fuck they put in their hydrogen and they had to use helium, which yeah. is a great episode of Archer where he cannot grasp that, that helium is not flammable and, and <laughs> that the blimps are safe. And uh, yeah, there were blimps obviously at some point in the thirties, right? Because like last crusade has a blimp in it. as like a standard mode of transportation. People have had blimps, but I'm guessing they're tapping into like that 1930s, like idea that like blimps were the future and blimps would be everywhere. And, and never really grasped that, like, no, Pan Am's going to make it airplanes and private use is going to make it helicopters. Blimps totally. are never going to take off. So, like, that that was already the world. Blimps are, are planes and helicopters in 1992. They were just hearkening back to, like, an alternative history. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm just trying to grasp here because, like, there's a lot of fucking blimps in this show. I love it. It made me love Fringe all that more when they eventually go into the alternate reality of Fringe and they have blimps in that world, too. Like, I love that shit. Well, they're also in Sky Captain of the World in the World of Tomorrow, but like the only successful thing that uses like blimps everywhere is probably this Batman the Animated Series. And that was only yeah. like the early the first season. After that the blimps kind of disappear. Well, yeah, it's just cuz yeah, they just Ain't no it. blimps in Mask of the Phantasm, you know. Well, in this so in ba- back to Batman in this episode nothing to fear. So eventually what happens is jo- yeah, Joker not Joker, sorry. Uh Scarecrow um is doing this revenge plot and he's just trying to burn all this money down and destroy this world. And 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 Batman capture like comes to capture him and he does this like he's got his gas mask on. I just love it. Batman's never dealt with Scarecrow, but he's got his gas mask on. He gets it. He's already knows, he's already picked up on the shit's in the air. Guy come protected and then Scarecrow shoots him in the back of the neck with a fucking syringe and that's where we establish Batman's got issues with his family legacy. Specifically his dad. I yep. like um, I like how often in the show they do those cliffhangers where Batman right now is, you know, he's falling down and the fire is going to burn him alive. And then when it cuts back from the from the commercial break, the it, oh, fire sprinklers or, or you know, it's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a cliffhanger. It's not a big issue at all. It's just some quick, quick fix, you know, Steve, Steve. Uh, to the to your point, we'll see in a little bit as well. Is that uh, uh, the, there's another like um, right, uh, act right break? Now. Yeah, it's happening right now. Yeah, and now Batman's in there, fire's still burning, and the sprinklers are about to go off. Yeah, but uh, good thing there's sprinklers. There's another at the end of this act and going into the third act. You you have Batman and a goon hired goon falling off the blimp, and then when they come back from the act, that hired goon falls to his death. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking like all of a sudden you come back and ah crash <laughs> into the fucking awning. And it's the kind of awning hit where like he broke his neck, he broke his back, he's dead from just the impact alone, probably bounced another 50 feet straight up before he came right back down on the pavement. Like the dude is dead. It's a great, I, I love the way they went to their commercial breaks for the show. Uh, right here, where I think Bullet comes out, and he's still the you know the antagonist to Batman, and yeah. and Gordon is he has every right to be right here too. He has every right to be because Batman steals evidence. 
I, I like the dynamic. I, I, I like how the show already sets that up, though. It's like Bullock Does. versus Batman, and then, you know, versus Gordon, and then they're, they're all, like, kind of uh, fighting each other, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you have Gordon, lear- like, still learning to trust, and you have Bullock, who just is uh, does not believe in the vigilante lifestyle whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, Batman runs away with a little bit of evidence. He runs away with... Uh, with the scarecrow, a little bit of his mask, which of course is going to lead to some detecting and some de- world's greatest detective work, which will lead him to you know figuring out who the scarecrow is. I love uh, when they show uh, Batman doing his detective work. He's totally having like a, a bad acid trip, and he's like having like the shakes. Oh yeah! But the animation—he's got like a fever do, dream. They can't do good animation for it, so it's like it looks like the cells are just like they they doubled up on the cells, and it's just like. They're yeah. moving them around too quickly or something. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I like how – I just thought that was funny. The, yeah, they, they, they cut some corners with the animation here and there. <laughs> but for the most part, it's great animation. And then when Scarecrow starts telling his origin story, it's basically Dr. Long is a dick. That, 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 that's what it comes down to. He's a dick to Batman, and he's a dick to Scarecrow, and that's why – you He's know. not a dick to Scarecrow. Okay, literally in Jonathan Crane's flashback. No, in Jonathan Crane's flashback, flashback he's he, he's tormenting uh, uh, patients to, hey, uh, they to figure out how powerful fear is. And then Dr. Long is all it. like, yo, 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 we're going to shut you down. You can't be doing this. You're fucking torturing people. And he's like, fuck you, man. You shut me down. I'm going to fuck you up. And that's and that's where his motive comes from for revenge. No, no, no. He Those people volunteered for their experiments. They got they paid money. They did not money. say at any point in the show those are volunteers. It is not. It is not clear. Like, cause like he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have just kidnapped those people. Like the girl with the roaches all over her. Even as a kid, that grossed me out. I was like, I don't the, like that. But oh yeah. But universities oh. have experiments. You know, and it's a college, and people they sign up for those things, and they they knew what they were getting themselves into. And, and yeah, like may, yeah. maybe Peter Venkman wants to fuck you, or maybe because you're a guy, he just electrocutes you. Uh, well, maybe, so yeah. yeah. So after the flashback, you know, uh, Batman goes back to his Batcave to do some world detecting. And I just want to point out that when he's in his Batcave, there's no mention of Robin. No, I don't think I, the Robin thing is confusing. Well, you know, it's like Robin's on his own thing. You know. So this is clearly like the, like before. So, the weird thing is, is that they never establish Robin coming, walking into this world. He's only, they, they established that he was at college this whole time. What no. I read was that uh, Fox or whoever was, I think it was Fox basically pushed they didn't want to have robin in the show and they pushed really hard for robin to come in and so then they like kind of had to redesign the show to have him be in, in it oh really constant yeah wow um i do like when they bring robin in they do it's it, he is introduced back in the show just like oh hey dick you're in college all this time he's like yep i'm back and like that's <laughs> literally how he's brought back in because they eventually do an episode way down the line or a, a two-parter episode which i love the two-part it's a great one oh, yeah. has, called robin's reckoning where robin you see his origin, and it is such a cinematic episode. And they practically used it for Batman Forever. Yeah. Except they made it Two-Face rather than just some random gangster, which is... Sal? Kind of, was it uh, Sal Moroni? Or it was, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, we'll find out. out. I, I I don't remember the name, but like it, it was supposed to just be... Because they never say Joe Chill, unless I'm wrong. They never say Joe Chill on, on Batman the Animated Series. Maybe they do. but uh, No, I, I don't per- think they do. I don't I'll think they do. Wait and see. But it's very clear that the Joker is, because it's never established in any way, that, like this this Joker does not kill Batman's parents. Yes, so, this is so, not like, the Tim Burton Joker. It was just, a, I think they flashed back and it was just a random guy, at least in uh, Mass I think he's shadowed. I think it's, you'd never see, it's just a shadowed individual and that's the concept of it. Yeah. But one of the things about Batman 89, that obviously they showed Joker killed Batman's parents, but they also had a gala scene. 
and or a museum art event in which the Joker gassed everybody. Well, that's what Scarecrow does in this episode. He gasses his entire gala with a fucking fear poisoning. There is there is some of what they used in Batman Begins in this, just in terms. You know, oh, absolutely, Batman Begins makes its way into this too, for sure. Yeah, or, or well, yeah. I mean, this makes its way into Batman Begins. Because right. Yeah. See, exactly. Yeah. What I liked. Uh you know, and this was uh, where Batman's fight basically causes the blimp to crash into the building. Yeah, but um, but before he does that, before he fights and gets on the blimp, like he actually like goes to the gala, and all these people are freaking out and having the worst fears of their life, like like <laughs> like in front of them, right? Like as these as these uh, uh, hallucinations, and then Batman shows up, and all of them are suddenly like, oh, let's attack him! This man bat character, and they all freak out and they attack him. But rather than run away from him, yeah, rather than run away from him and be scared of him, which they they did that right in Batman Begins, where when people they attack see him, him in Batman and, Begins. Do they? Well, those are the criminals, though. Well, not, that's not like, not the like elites. Felt. You're just calling poor people criminals. This is the people from the Narrows. That's all. And some of them were escaped from Arkham. Some. Because Arkham's in the Narrows. Some. But they do go to show that like there's people like just in hoodies and not just people in prison gear that are actually are attacking them. Are, are, are most of them like scared of him when he's flying over them? Because they, they, they see Yeah, like but when he lands, before, before he starts to fly, though, they do like all like come after him and beat on him. And he has to like use the... Uh, the uh, what do you call it? The fucking um, uh, the, the monorail to uh, yeah, okay, around yeah, Gotham yeah, yeah, yeah. and he pulls him out I of the group. But now. in this one, he actually does the same thing and he pulls himself out of the way. He uh, he uh, uh, ba- you know what does he call that? I guess he uses his uh, grappling. What hook. does he what do you call that? Grappling bat- hook. What? Grappling hook. Grappling hook. Yeah, and he catches on to like this cable with the gas and jumps up and gets onto the fucking blimp. Yeah. And then he has the most epic blimp fucking finale. It, it's like it actually crosses over from Act Two into Act Three. You know what I what I love about the beginning of Act Three is that it's a lot of blips. Batman, <laughs> Batman using the classic line, "I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman." And yeah, I am Batman, and, they, and that's their way of working in the phrase "I am Batman" into their into their show. I, I enjoyed it, which is a common phrase. Yes. Yeah, and and just to be even like just to bring it back to make sure I I, I really hit this home, so. When Batman gets onto this blimp, he does get, you know, all of a sudden they see him and they send one of the goons out. One of the hired goons has to go and <laughs> deal with Batman on top of the blimp. And this guy goes up there, shoots at shit, and causes the blimp to like crash into a building. And then him and Batman just go toppling over. And there's a moment where you can see Batman actually reaches out to grab the guy, can't get him, and just goes, fuck it, I'll save my own life, and saves himself. And then they cut the break. And then coming into Act 3, the dude is just falls all the way down to the ground to his death. Really? It's so great. It's I don't, so I don't, great. I didn't note that. I didn't see that. So. Didn't, oh, you're about to watch it right now. All right. There's Batman is fighting a man in the blimp. Yep. And he's causing havoc. And he's burning the fucking like control room because they're shooting through. And right now the, the blimp is kind of spiraling out of control in Gotham. And it's about to bump into a building. I like that the, uh, these- the Tommy guns apparently shoot lasers, by the way. They're not lasers. I just thought they were more like tracers. They're definitely like red. They're red bullets. No, you don't use tracer rounds as regular ammunition. No, but I think that's what they're trying to establish because otherwise bullets don't show up. So here now the blimp crashes in and they both start tumbling off the blimp and we cut the break. Now we come out of break and they're falling again. And Batman reaches for the guy, can't get him, goes, fuck it, save my life with grappling hook. And the other dude just falls to his death. Sorry, buddy. And oh, oh. crash. <laughs> 
and they That's never come back to his death. They, 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 just, they just show him bounce off the they canopy off of... The thing. Dude, that's have you ever seen those awnings in New York? They are hard as fuck. This okay. is this no, is that's a, that was clearly a uh, canopy made by made from uh, elastic. Yeah, I don't know if you survived that. Tune, you know, gravity logic right there, and he that dude the, just fell like canopy, a, and you know it, it like in, he it did not break, so he he lived. It trampolined him, and then he maybe lived. fine, maybe he probably is but like then, twenty yeah. feet. He probably got really hurt. Okay, fine. But then, so Batman ends up getting on the, uh, like, in a precarious position on the blimp, and he's freaking out, and his dad shows up as this horrible monster Thomas Wayne. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. It's so crazy art. And that's when he says that line, Steve. He says, Felk, why don't you say that line? Because you have the Batman voice. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I'm Batman. <laughs> yes. So Batman overcomes his fear poisoning with pure will, right? It's the highlight of, this, uh, of the episode because it is Batman saying, oh, you're going to use fear against me? No, 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 no. I, I use the fear. I use the Absolutely. fear. Absolutely. Totally does. Yeah. I liked it. I also thought it was, I liked how it, it seems that in the ep- this episode or in, in a lot of these is that Batman's computer is the one that saves the day. He, he, he just needs to get the fabric or whatever it is to the computer, and then it will take like a day and a half for it to tell him, you know, Analysis complete. Fabric produced at this factory. And he'll figure it all out. From- having having played all... All right. Having, I'm, I'm going to mention the Arkham games numerous times. In, I just love how podcast. this Batman's got great time management then, Steve. You know what I mean? He's got to have great time management if he's doing this over a course of days. Felt okay. like you are saying about Arkham? Go I'm going to mention the Arkham games and Batman games in general because I, I just play the Telltale game. But like Every time the games, modern games, have you be like Batman, be the greatest, the world's greatest detective, and has him like on the site, you know, trying to piece things together. It really seems like the computer's doing all the work. It's like the computer highlights a bullet and then it highlights a different thing. And he's like, <laughs> this bullet bounced off here and, and landed here, me- meaning the gunman's trajectory was here. It's like, well, the computer just figured that out for you. Are you really the world's greatest detective? Or are you just... Te- uh, he's ha- writing that code. Are you just the te- detective who happens to have the world's greatest computer? No, Lucius he Fox made this computer. For. He's writing I that think code. I think he just has the, enough money to buy the best stuff. To yeah, be he the just best buy, He either buys the computer or it's Wayne Tech from Lucius. So money makes you the world's greatest detective. Is the is the uh, one of one moral. of the things I thought that uh, I, was interesting was I think he's just the world's uses, richest detective. <laughs> yeah, I think Batman uses the sounds of Man Bat to scare the goons or to scare uh, whatever Scarecrow himself at the end of the episode. Did Does you he? hear those sounds? I thought so. I thought when that you, or at least you hear the sounds of. Oh, Mad I just Bat. assumed they were just going to the same sound effects. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that, I, 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 I for thought, my time in production, I can tell you that was just like we need a scary sound. Use the, <laughs> the one we used the yeah. last time. That's what, what I, I would imagine. Yeah. What I thought was that he had the, the tape recorder and he was like you know fucking with uh, uh, Crane or whatever. Hey guys, so speaking of Crane, Jonathan Crane. How do you spell Jonathan for this Jonathan Crane? Is it J-O-H-N-A-T-H-A-N or J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N? I don't care. It's no H. That would be J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, Jonathan Crane. Um, uh, so eventually, yeah, Batman on the blimp, he fucking takes out and starts wrecking shop on the blimp, and they take out the blimp, and he pushes a second goon out the fucking window, and he falls to another crippling height. You know, who knows? The guy could be fucking crippled or dead. And then he crashes the blimp, and in this fi- fucking awesome finale and saves the fucking, you know, the doctor. And then he goes and gives Scarecrow literally a dose of his own medicine. 
I, I thought that was fucking a great way to end it with Scarecrow. It's like I mean, re- Batman saves the day and looks super cool at the graveyard as well. Yeah, and so the graveyard's a great thing, Steve, to mention because Martha, you see Martha. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And now we all know, obviously, that, you know, Martha means a lot now from Batman v Superman. Martha. Um, and then also. They're heard of Martha's the, mommy's name. At his, uh, at the graveyard, they have Bruce Wayne's jacket, like, fly in the wind and flutter in the wind, and it looks like Batman's cape. No, that's his shadow, I thought. I thought it was him casting that shadow. It was, but it was his, uh, I thought it was his jacket casting the shadow, to, and I was, like, looking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes, you're right. And it's just, like, really good animation. I just, you know, I just... It's like those little things that uh, it's like yeah they went artsy they went creative um I like this version of Man Bat the one that Scarecrow sees Batman as more than I actually like Man Bat uh-huh, design uh-huh. I think this is a great Man Bat design I thought I would have been so sick if that was actually Man Bat but uh, too scary too 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 villainous because far Man-Bat's too not, scary yeah. Man Bat's not really evil he's just a guy who transforms into a bat he's just a thief he's a common thief well he's really only stealing things to keep being Man Bat. That's about it, yeah. There he is. is. Yeah. There's the shadow. Yep, there's, yep, there it is. Um, and so I give this, I guess we should go into our boys, guys, right? We should go into our our, 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 our cool boys rating of the uh, episode, Nothing to Fear. And gentlemen, how many boys would you give it? I'll start off. I gave it three out of five boys. Um, it's not that great of a Scarecrow episode for me. Uh, we'll, there's a lot more because one of my favorite things about Scarecrow episodes is that the hallucinations get so fucking vivid and crazy and they get so dark. Um, and this one doesn't get as dark. It's just really just a giant Thomas Wayne at the end. That's kind of the only really crazy hallucination. But um, that blimp sequence is what literally makes this three out of five for me. Cause that whole second half of the episode that takes place on the blimp is just fucking amazing. Uh, like I said, early on, they still had to prove themselves in, in terms of to uh, the sensors to the FTC like that. Like, Yes, totally. Adults are still are watching this show, and the kids that are watching this aren't like four; they're like twelve, and they can handle a little more graphic or a little more at least evocative stuff. Which is why you get like the further scarecrow stuff that's a little bit more cerebral and a little scarier. And this one, it does feel very, very censored and very wholesome, you know, wholesome. And and it, I, I'm gonna give it two and a half. It it, it oh. has it's sh- it's showing the potential of the series, but nothing super special about it, and nothing about this scarecrow. I mean, he's scarecrow's using gas, and then in the next episode, Ch- Joker's using gas. There's a lot of gas because gas that affects people is a very non-violent, uh, non kind of l- l- less uh, non-threatening. There's nothing blunt about gas. That's why gas was used a lot in this sh- show. I think. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I think I'd give this one three three cool boys. I I uh, enjoyed basically that this is like the first origin uh, story. So this one has the first part where it introduces Scarecrow already as a villain, and you're like, who is this guy? I, I haven't, I, you know, for me, going back to as a first time viewer, I didn't really know who Scarecrow was. So then you're like, this guy's spooky or whatnot. And then I, I thought it was interesting how it went from there, went back in the second act, and 
gave his origin story, which was kind of lame. But uh, you know, I, I thought that everything uh, about him is kind of lame. Like Doctor Crane or, or Jonathan Crane is, is it, when he takes off the mask. That's the least scary villain there's ever been. So it yeah. almost they almost make it seem like he could control other people's fears. So it's it, not just yeah. That, there are know, a few points that he that clearly like does like happen. He ha- You're right. He's like yes. there's rats or something, and he makes them feel like there's rats there or something like. that. I think he just knew how to be how to manipulate their suggestible. Yeah, under the under the drug, as he knew what the drug was like. But I think he get, gets more of that later on. But you know, I I just think I thought it was a fun sort of episode to as a way of showing how they're going to introduce the villains that most people don't don't know. Because as a viewer, everybody knows the Joker, and they don't, don't need to introduce him as how he became the Joker. But I think kind of moving forward, a lot of times most of the villains are going to have. It's going to be at first how who they are, and there's going to be some sort of origin story to it, and and kind of moving on from there. Speaking of, can't wait for Clock King. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I love Clock I like King. Clock. The, um, yeah, Nolan hates it. Nolan, our other cool boy from uh, the other episode, our other show, uh, the Cool Boys podcast. Um, yeah, he fucking can't stand people like Man Bat and Clock King. And actually, uh, he wasn't familiar with Clock. He hated Man Bat and didn't want Man Bat. He said he would walk out if there was a Man Bat in a live action Batman movie. But uh, he didn't know what Clock King was, and we explained that Clock King is simply a villain who is really good at keeping time. Uh, no, he also can slow down time. Not in this show. Later on, later on, he like. Gets a device that yeah. uh, in the show, oh, okay. in one of the se- part of the series, he gets yeah. a device that must be new Batman Adventures to slow down time or, or whatnot. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll get there for sure, guys. But I tried to explain so, Clock King to Nolan, and he, he was just like, "Oh, that that sounds awful too." Yeah, that's about right. I'm excited for when you know Batman goes to uh, the samurai. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a that's a huge. Uh, that's multiple episodes. Day of the Samurai, uh, or Night of the Ninja. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, those are great episodes. Great bat stuff, gentlemen. I could bat talk about another bat episode right now. I am so bat energized, but alas, I cannot. The bat code forbids it. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy nation. Be sure to let us know what you thought of. Nothing to fear. By emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. That's Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes as the Cool Boys Podcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon where the cool boys have an uncensored discussion about five so cool movies with some bods and dongs peppered in there for flavor. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for the Cool Boys Podcast. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast. And join our Facebook group at the Cool Boys Podcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Stay cool, cool bat nation as well. Until next time, it's Bizies from Velk. It's Bizies from Ballard. Bizies from Steven. So cool. Batman and Beyond. Oh yeah. Batman and Beyond. Oh yeah.